All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365 day returns. Daddy loaned that game. And shout out to Red Light Crew. Hey, you're one of 12 listeners of the Real Life Podcast. Yeah, you know what? The, to define that uh, uh, better, um, I think the key there is. Uh, I just lost my trend of thought. Episode 150, Nation Real Life. I'm Tyler Uremchuk. Wanya is here. Bagnotes here. Jay is back from Buffalo. Chalmers is back from Buffalo, but not in the studio. Speaking of the studio, it looks pretty good. 150 episodes in, boys. It's starting to come together. I was reading about podcasting on the weekend. Most go out of business at episode six. Really? Only Is that actually a stat? Yeah. Wow. There's like millions of podcasts you now that have been quitters. Publi- published yeah. who yeah. can pound out more than six episodes find me a podcast that's worse than ours it's gone longer than ours i exactly. defy you <laughs> like wow these guys really are just going to keep doing this forever eh? it's almost like they figured out a way to make a living and it doesn't matter if they do a good job yeah and i mean it took 150 episodes but i think we finally got the studio to like what did you say this is like 95 percent where it's we wanted to be there. well it's amazing so like this room that we're in, it was sort of oriented one way where yeah. we'll say that the the area you filmed on was on the west wall, mm-hmm. east wall, and you the oper- it operated east-west. Now it's flipped north-south, mm-hmm. and it's the same room, but it feels like you got way more it's, space. It feels like it's tripled in size, but it also feels like we're in a studio. Like I think the only thing now missing in the studio is the lipstick. Like it's, yeah. it, We're that close. We're going to put yeah. the soundproofing. It feels like it tripled in size, by the way. Bag Milk's biography, chapter six. Feels like it yeah, it's a short book. Yeah, <laughs> thin. Yeah, thin. But it's a long chapter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It may not touch bottom, but it'll bang the hell out of the side. Atta boy. Thank you. Good on you, guys. Check me out on Grinder. We get a oh, <laughs> we'll get a little uh, soundproofing in here. We'll try and figure out how to hide what looks like the lost in space robot is trying to climb through the roof. 
so much silver piping in here. You know, I just accidentally watched about half of the Iron Giant, and I'm mistaking that for one of his arms. Yeah. The Looks what? Like shit. Iron, don't worry. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Cool. Before your time, after time, I don't, I don't know when the hell it came out. Your uh, truck's getting married this weekend. Yes. No. You? Congrats, no. man. No. Oh, good for you. No. Yeah. <laughs> no. Yeah. I'd put him back at his heels. Yeah. The I, old Splash Mountain proposal. Nice, buddy. Is that a thing? Oh, oh sure. No, what what is the thing? Uh, it's a small world ride. Uh, the creepy robot. That's all. Oh, God. Nice. You know, the ro- so if any, if you, have you ever been to Disneyland? When I was so young, I don't remember it. Oh, an hour ago. So it's a small world and the whole kind of onboarding up until, until you do the drop in Splash Mountain yeah. are like two, like I've never done acid, but if I did acid, mm. I, that's the experience I think I would have. You should really. do acid and go on that ride. Yeah. Then you'd feel sober. Like, well, yeah, I was going to say, but what if that just made you feel like super normal? You just like normify. You'd be like, oh, this is actually fine. Every little doll's an accountant with a spreadsheet. <laughs> um, so we talked about the new studio and how great it looks and the fact this is episode 150. Uh, do you want to spill some Buffalo stories while Chalmers isn't here? Can you like sewer him with oh, some shit? Can I sewer Chalmers? Chalmers? Did you go through a table? We, we tried so hard. I was offering money. People are really, really pos- like protective or possessive or have some kind of sentimental value attached to these tables because uh, we hooked onto a tailgate. We met some nice people at a sports bar on the Saturday um, and uh, they invited us to the tailgate. So we went there and they had three of these tables. So I'm like, Oh, come on, please. Can I break one of these pretty, pretty please? And they're like, you see the burn holes on this one. This is when, you know, Tim lit a cigarette and you know, whatever, like burned his face and, and the bills lost. And the, yeah, like, like they had, <laughs> and like all oh, that one, like this is our flip cup table. I'm like, when the bills lost and I'm like, I'll give you $50 for the table. They're like, you realize these things are like 1999. I'm like, that's the point. And, uh, yeah. No. How do they know the price of tables off the top of their heads? Cause they've probably broken so many. Cause there's yeah. Like if, if you go like, you know how your phone's always listening, like yeah. for sponsored ads, yeah. like it's just, it's just all it is is folded table ads on their, on their, uh, Instagram timeline. Bag milk top of mind. How much would you pay for a foldable table? Oh, at least 1950. Well, uh, I got one. I could sell you right now. This black folding table right here in the studio that Dustin bought. And he probably wouldn't realize if I sold, I'll give it to you for like 20 bucks. You want to fall sure. through that table? Sure. Maybe we'll put my Buffalo gear on. We can light it on fire and pretend like I did it in Buffalo. And then we can put a caption that says, totally in Buffalo. Yeah. Totally in Buffalo. Super in Buffalo. What did you think of my bills and how well they played? Uh, yeah, it was it was, it was was a low-scoring game. Do you game remember much as, of the game? Yeah, no, no. It was a low, lower-scoring game as we predicted. Um, but that uh, Jaron Brown touchdown was scored right in front of us, which was pretty fucking awesome, where he dove and caught it like right at the, at the edge yeah. of the end zone. Um, so that was super awesome. People in Buffalo, really good people. Uh, they, uh, they're just nice and they've got hilarious accents and they're just chirping me the whole time for their accent. Is it Canada esque? It's to, so I'm like, I'm a Browns fan. So I'm like, how I'm like, like, where are you sitting? I'm like, I'm sitting in the dog pound in the stadium. So whatever the fuck you call it. And this girl I'm talking to is like, Oh, the rack pile. I'm like the rack. She's like, yeah, the rack pile. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, R-A-C-K? She's like, no, rack, R-O-C-K. That's how they said rock? That's how they say rock. Almost rack. like a Newfoundlandy accent? No, it's like, no? it's like, like a it's, weird it's, it's like hybrid. deep. It's, yeah, like, it's like Chicago and Buff and, and Boston made a baby, and that was the birth of the Buffalo accent. When but, I find a thing like that bag milk, I try and find ways to make them say the word they say were weird. Do you have an so like, example? What is the uh, Hall of Fame Museum in Seattle? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, what's your favorite Gary Glitter song? Guaranteed it's Rock and Roll Part 2. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. So, so anyways, yeah. 
Bill Stadium. <laughs> we were going into that thing thinking we we're going to freeze our dicks off because it was windy AF yeah. outside. And uh, we got into the stadium, and thankfully, they've uh, engineered that thing to protect you from the wind. So it was oh. actually an enjoyable experience. The and Pagulas did good. The Pagulas did good. And they've got some hilarious little things that I'd like to like. like so people would come up to us. Obviously, mm-hmm. we're poser fans. And they'd go, hey, 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 and we'd be like, uh, okay. <laughs> Rock. Are you supposed to go, Rack. Are you supposed to go, hey, hey, hey. Yeah, so it's so. He so really sh- adapted quickly to this. Yeah, yeah. So, shout, so, st- so shout is their touchdown song. So they are always, even if they'll do it for field goals, so they'll celebrate anything with shout. But that, that chant was going on. We're like, uh, what are we supposed to do with this? So I lost my uh, legitimacy. And also, I don't know if you were paying attention to Nation Real Life Instagram. I was wearing Uggs. Yeah, do you want yeah, to fight, fend for yourself here? Because you were getting ripped pretty hard. Uh, well, Uggs uh, in a fanny pack. Anyone? Well, no, it's not a tough look, Tyler. You just need to understand what fashion is. But having said that. Wow. <laughs> um, said a man wearing Uggs who had a mustache and doesn't know what fashion is. So having said that, you can't knock Uggs until you try them. They it, are comfortable. They are by it's the by far it's like fucking walking in a, a hug that's a cloud that's it's amazing. And they also look good if you can fucking rock them, which I think I did because I didn't really pay too much attention to them. I just rolled in them. Counterpoint. I've been watching a lot of prison Instagram videos lately where they're smoking K2, yeah. which is a derivative of ketamine, special K as yeah. it were. Mm. I don't need to have tried K2 to know it's not a good idea. And I don't need to have worn Uggs but one to know if it's not a good idea. Can it can ruin your, your life. It's it can ruin you, your it's life. It's up to you which one. The, de- the messages I was getting about your Uggs, it did ruin your life. You just don't <laughs> know it yet. No, so the one thing that was a fucking big mistake With about wearing Uggs, Uggs yeah, is all of it. you have to remember the hatred of Tom Brady. Everyone in the NFL hates fucking Tom Brady. Especially, especially Bills. Especially Bills. What, has Tom Brady got something with Uggs? He's the spokesman for Uggs. Oh, so, of course uh, he is. I get out of the cab and I'm in with this like full fucking Bills kit and we'll post a photo or if you want on, on Nation Real Life. I mean, we might have already, but I was 39 did. out of 10. No, no, we already did. I was manning it. Um, And I get out of the cab and immediately into this tailgate. These two guys are like, huh, Uggs. Tom Brady wears Uggs. And they're not saying like this. They're saying it behind my back. And I was like. I'm like this. Tom so now, now I am legitimately a poser fan. So then I just stare at them after, and they kind of stare at me awkwardly, and they're just like, "Nice outfit, man." And I was like, "Thanks," and I just walked away. It just sounds to me like you've smashed it when that's what you're getting for interactions. <laughs> well, but then, but then I'll fast forward one more story uh, about the, the tailgating and the Uggs is. So we're we're tailgating and whatever. So me, it's me and my other buddy wearing Uggs, and then Chalmers is kitted out. Who else like, is wearing Uggs? Uh, I, I don't, uh, my, initials, my buddy zoot. Okay. All right. Yeah. 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 So two of you in Uggs makes it weirder than if you, well, just we, we had, we had complete matching kits. It was great. So all then all of a sudden this Party like boys. this, like 250 pound, like, like jacked, like bouncer looking guy comes like rolling over to us. He's like, blah, 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 blah. you're wearing Uggs. We're like, yeah, they're fucking awesome. And he goes, see, Carl, I could have fucking worn my Uggs. And we're like, Holy shit, we thought we were going to get our asses kicked, and now this guy's on Team Uggs, and we're like, yeah, fuck you, Carl. Let and then Carl's like, Uggs. don't fucking tell me how to yeah. live. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's Chalmers isn't here. So yeah. we started this big fuck Carl channel, which was great, but... Uh, yeah, you that did? Was good. Wow. Oh, yeah, we did. It was oh, great. that's well done. Oh, because we, we had backup. We had fucking Juice mm-hmm, Monkey Boy, who was going to kill us, now mm-hmm. going to kill Carl. Why aren't you taking photos of any of this shit on Instagram? You were sponsored on this trip. Yeah, but... And we got four stories and a photo of you and Uggs. No, no, I posted like five there was a good amount there was a good amount you gotta you can't 
You, especially when, when, when your brand sponsored. Yeah. Okay. You, can't you need be to like, be careful. You got to be careful because if it's like drunkenness and this, so I just I yeah. captured like the um, you know the, the 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 good things here and there and just kind of bag milk. You want to see drunken and awesome stuff on Jay's Instagram? Always. Yeah. Exactly. I don't want to see like and here's a photo of the Buffalo River and it's is that it over in Buffalo? I elderly. Uh, there's two giant lakes around Buffalo. I yeah, was, don't care. I want to see my, drunk mayhem. Well, my mission was to sewer Chalmers on real life Instagram. Yeah. But my problem was, is I had to be put to bed two nights in a row yeah. at like 9 He PM. sewered you. Yeah. yeah, I got sewered. Self-sewered because he sent that photo of you snoring. I got reverse sewered. Reverse. So you got you essentially drank too much and had to go to bed early. What was the deadly, what was the thing that killed you? Time. Uh, volume. <laughs> volume, just general volume. Just volume and having fun. Like I'm just like, yeah. my, like I'm, I'm getting older. I've, got, I've obviously got a shelf life. That makes sense. Body the Rock goes- is like 70 and he still yeah. does action movies. You're fine. You just got to learn. You just need your own iron paradise, man. Yeah. That's right, man. Just got to travel with an alcoholic's gym of booze. And I got to turn the mechanical room of little brick into my own iron paradise of so, boozing of boozing. So that's uh, that. Oh, and also I was um, a little bit in a haze, um, but uh, Mike Pekka, there was a Mike Pekka sighting. You saw in the flesh, Mike Pekka. I personally didn't. If I did, I would have rolled over to him, but a few other people were like, holy shit. Mike Pekka. You would have gone and talked to Mike Pekka for the gram for the story. Of course. God damn. Now that would have been worth the spot. I him on our fucking podcast. I would have gone please. right up to him. And I, I would have said, Pekka. I would have said, thank you for shut up. I'm on a podcast. Why do you hate Mike Pekka? Because Mike Pekka laughed after the left, not laughed, rack, not rock left after the 06 cup run and dissed Edmonton on the way out. You little motherfucker. And he didn't grow a playoff beard when he could have had one of the best. Oh, he grows and he has the best hair. giblet replacement teeth mm-hmm. as an oiler until because remember he got all his teeth knocked out that one time mm-hmm. james neal best grill since pekka yeah that's a good look that's grill. a bold claim oh uh just news out of the nhl the devils are expected to fire john hines oh. of the hines family of the Hines variety that popped up on my fame? twitter um, so Hit him with the hine <laughs> but uh so buffalo is good how was the party bus that was why would the devils fire ketchup <laughs> More of a mustard people. What do you do? Seriously, what well, do you do? Well, there's 57 iterations of Mr. Well, yeah, Hines. 56 more Hines coaches that'll <laughs> step in. What did he do wrong? Uh, his team sucked. Oh, I thought maybe he got me too or something. No, no, no. He had the unfortunate event of having to coach Taylor Hall. People, I was yelling about this. People who want Taylor Hall to come here, you are fools. If Taylor Hall went to New Jersey and they were going great guns right now and they had all this awesome depth and they're like, we can't afford to re-sign Taylor Hall, fine. Taylor Hall went to New Jersey, which is in free fall and exploding on the way down. And Taylor Hall's got his hand to his head, listening for the non-existent fans cheering. And we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We want more of that back. Smarten up. Bag milk thoughts. You know what? I'd take it. You'd take what? I'd take Taylor Hall. Why? 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 No. Let's hear your argument. The Oilers need more skill. Well, that's the, the, yeah, but, but there's a lot of skill that doesn't have Taylor th- Hall's toxic flavor. Fair. Like but Taylor Hall's not our only that, option. No, he's not the only option. But if he is an option, I would take it because I don't think he would come in here anymore and have nearly the sway that he bullshit. Would. He'd be, be yeah. doing a better job in New Jersey if he'd turned the corner. But they're a really bad team. Well, he yeah, won an MVP and brought him to the playoffs one year. Like, did you see any leadership throughout any of that time? I did not. I yeah, John Hines spoke like super, super highly of how the well he was working. The other 56 flavor coach? Yeah. He, about how well he was working with the young players. He actually got like some really, really good credit for helping New Jersey turn it around. Was John Hines the coach though in that run? I thought John Hines just got hired. No, Hines, Hines has often spoke very, very well of Taylor Hall. He has to. Huh. I just think that there's also an opportunity for to. the 
person to grow as an individual in the four years he's been gone. I Have you grown in the last four years, Bag Milk? Uh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Jay, have you grown in the last four years? I've regressed. Okay. I too have regressed. I haven't <laughs> learned anything. I've forgotten 10% of what I know. Taylor Hall cannot change his name or who he is. I just don't think like if, if say they got him at the deadline, which is in March or whatever it is. Yeah. End of February. I don't think he means as much in the dressing room as he was, did four years. Then ago. you know what a guy like that'll do. If that's true, Come out. he'll be worse. No, exactly. He'll, he'll be worse. Man. Yeah. No. No. Or no, would yeah. he relish the role no. of being number? When have you no. ever noticed him to relish any sort of underdog or yeah, adversity? Because we could, Taylor we could Hall be, cannot be a number two, but we could be and talking our about team this. is a number four. The same thing about James Neal, where last year he got sewered for a horrible attitude in Calgary. But James Neal doesn't have the long personal history Taylor Hall has. He kind of does, though. No. No. He kind of does. Not not he, not from James a, Neal has a trash a, boy reputation. No, no. Oh not, yeah, trashy boy. Yeah, not from <laughs> not maybe from a management perspective. Not, but he has no drama not with a franchise. From a room perspective, yeah, yeah. but we don't know that. It's the yes, of course we do. How do we know that? We know that for a fact. How how. Google is James Neal a good room guy? Yeah, and it'll, it'll say come four back stars. Emphatically, yes. Yeah, <laughs> would recommend. Yes, highly recommend. My <laughs> take on Yelp this: rating is through the roof. I think Taylor Hall maybe sometimes gets a worse reputation than what he deserves because he's ultra competitive. Incorrect. But I do think there are some areas of selfishness to his game and what he brings to a team. And I don't think he would gel very well with what they have in this room right now in terms we of their core. We can't risk so, bringing a culture killer into our room right now. The thing I will add, even if Taylor Hall was thumbs up really, really good in the room, I wouldn't give up Evan Bouchard and a first or second round pick for him. Ooh, no. And that's what it would cost. It's because so it. we wouldn't be able to resign him. And that's why like we, you uh, couldn't. How can you afford him? He's gonna want ten. He's gonna want ten plus, oh, and so he should make more than Leon. Which and you I, want him to be number four. I said anyone who signs Taylor Hall for ten plus is is that's is gonna get Milan Lucic two point If you want to make more money than Leon Drysital <laughs> and be an Oiler, you have to perform better than Leon Drysital. There's a self imposed cap. Exactly. You know what I mean? That's like the fucking oh, you're gonna, you're gonna be the guy whose salary falls in between Leon and Connor. Okay. <gasps> I hope to God you're either a Vesna winner or two defensemen. But it's bound to happen eventually, right? Yeah, like eventually someone's going to make more than Leon Dreisaitl over the course of oh, his deal. A ton of people. For the oh, for the others. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's fair. But, but just not, right now, yeah. if you're going to bring in somebody who's four in the depth chart, but paid yeah. number two, be there's Ethan already a problem. Contract. Ooh, nice. Mm. I, I, yeah, so I, I don't think they should get Taylor Hall. I don't think they will. And I think like, I, I think you kind of agree with so that, right, I, Peg I would take Taylor Hall, but what I would not do is expend the assets required to get mm. him. Yeah, that's the Oilers just don't have that much stock in the cupboards. How yeah. many more years of James Neal hockey do we have? Four, four more. Yeah. No, no, not, not four after this. Three after this. Mm, I think it's four after this. He'll be great all the way through. A, he signed a five-year deal, didn't he? Let me check our I'll good friends at Puckpedia. Puckpedia dot com. Isn't, isn't the, <laughs> the guy that runs Puckpedia? He's from L.A., right? From he's Edmonton. From Edmonton. Now, well, but I mean, he lives in L.A. Yes. now, right? Well, yeah. Maybe well, I'll we should go, go meet him. James Neal is signed. James Neal is signed until twenty twenty-three. Perfect. So what does that mean? How many more so years? So three you? seasons after this. One. Yeah. Okay. Great. It's only three seasons after this one. He'll win a cup. That's good. Oh, hello. Chances are he'll be gone in the expansion draft. You think oh. so? I think, I think so. they're losing one of probably. I think they're probably losing Caleb Jones, right? If he's still on the. Well, team it's like then. with this conversation we were having upstairs yeah. before we started. I think Caleb Jones probably in line to be traded. Don't you on the left side? Probably. It makes a ton of sense. Their left side is so stacked and so deep, even when you look into the pipeline, that I think you can move a guy like While that. While Jay upstairs was talking about trading Evan Bouchard because he is fake news, I believe you said? Uh, I didn't use the term fake news, but I think that probably articulates... Is it because one of his eyes is slightly googly? 
Really, it I, is. I will never fault a person. One eye's looking at you. One eye's looking for you, man. They're googly on the horizontal axis, not on the vertical. That's I think <laughs> I think the stock is high on him, and I don't think he's as good as we think. But you also want to keep Philip Broberg, who hasn't doing anything in the. L- well, the, he's he's a longer project, but he can skate, yeah, but I and he can now. skate well. Yeah, but we don't need now. That's the thing. Like if we rushed uh, Bouchard, he's probably not going to be that good for us. No, no. I don't think they are rushing him. I think they're actually taking this real slow with Right Bouchard. now they are. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And so take take equal time with Broberg. I think it's generally a poor idea to trade defenseman prospects because they could really it, it can haunt you, especially yeah. if injuries pile up and you just go, fuck, I wish we had one more guy who could step up into our top four. So I generally think that's a bad idea. But we're in a position where I think we need to if we're going to try to make the team well, better today. If we're actually going to try to go on a run, if you know, if, if we are playoff bound and we are going to make moves to the deadline. People are going to look at us and be like, what do you have? And they actually, the one asset we have is like some good defensive so prospects. Then I, I wouldn't move it. So we have to trade our next currencies. Well, it depends what we're getting. You know who you're forgetting in all of your machinations and your plans? Keegan Lowe. What was that bet again? El Capitan of the HL team. Real quick, let's recap that bet. What is the bet you have on Keegan A hundred games in the NHL. Yeah. And Before I win like a Ford Taurus. Really? Yeah. Who do you win a Ford from Taurus? Jay. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. This is a weird There's bet. also a so clause only, if he wins uh, a Norris. He's only 96 yeah. NHL Two games. Two Ford Tauruses. What's that? He's only 96 NHL games away from your Ford Taurus. He I, has one and a half straight seasons of Keegan Lowe hockey. I, and I am driving Ke- in luxury. I'll always <laughs> give Keegan Lowe props for, for, I think, his first NHL game where he fought Vinny LeCalier yeah. twice. Will you grant me this on Keegan Lowe? No. <laughs> being... <laughs> Being the Condors captain, yeah, and signing a long-term deal, though not an NHL contract, I'll grant you this. Yeah. He's had a good career. Oh, what? Well, yeah, I think anyone course. who plays like, like he, a season of pro hockey like, can look and be like, I well, have a good okay, we're not talking like about like you didn't break your legs skating. So his you had lifetime a good season. earnings are probably close to two million bucks. So oh like, yeah, Dad hooked it up. He's making six hundred down there right now. So like that's great. No, I think he's making two seventy-five or something guaranteed. Bag milk thoughts? What's Keegan Low making? Stand by. Mm-hmm. He's making six seventy-five. Oh, Holy shit! That is yeah, a exactly. that's a good chunk of change and to be playing in the age. According to our friends at Puckpedia.com. Keegan Lowe career earnings of four point nine six million. Now who's not Keegan Lowe's friend? Jay. No, that's his cap hit if he plays for the Oilers. No career earnings. Four point nine six five. Uh oh! Wow, so, so close to a Norris. He won't, even, he won't even get the AHL Norris, whatever that distance. is. The He's Boris. captain of the team. The Boris. <laughs> the Boris. <laughs> I'd li- I'd like to win that. <laughs> I would be an honor to win that. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Um, just back to my point on the defenseman, I think you keep the guys like Broberg and Bouchard because they have higher potential. You try to trade out the middling guys like Caleb Jones and Matt Benning, who you don't look at as having top four potential. I'm not saying necessarily Caleb Jones does or doesn't, but I think there's enough guys ahead of Jones on the depth chart that if you can get a piece back of value for him, you move him because one, there are players playing ahead of him right now, and two, there are players in your organization that you project will be ahead of him later. And to that, me, moving that, a guy like Bouchard is the another chapter in the, oh, we've got Petrie so we can move Tom Gilbert. Oh, we got Justin Schultz so we can move Petrie. Oh, we can move Petrie be, or uh, Schultz because we got nobody. No, I'm saying we should sucks. move Bouchard because I don't know if we have anything. Any, what do you, and, and you don't know if we have anything in Bouchard? Yeah. What's his floor, though? Like, I think the absolute worst he will ever be is, like, a really, really good third-pairing guy who can do power on the power play. play. Yeah. 
I and to me, that's a guy you want to keep because that's a really good floor. If Bouchard's on your third pairing, I think you're laughing. And he's but I'm saying, but I'm saying right now, if his stock is high, you, you, you're selling him on the p- potential to be much more than that. Yeah. Is is that's the thing? Like so, like the but question is, the is chance that, that he is much more. But that's, you, but, yeah, that's, you but you're, gam- you're gambling with any trade that you make. And you know we haven't won a lot in the last little bit, but we did win the Lucic for Neil one. That's for sure. Amen. But um, the the question is, is just like, what do we need to do? And and it doesn't matter. Like, what do we need to do to get some top six help? You can do that without trading one of your upper echelon defensive prospects. Like, you can do that by trading Kyler Yamamoto and a second round pick. Well, where we fucked up, where we fucked up, and I was saying this earlier on uh, in the summer is I don't know why. We didn't get Burakowski for a second and a third. Like Drake Burakowski. That's the shit you do. <laughs> you know how old get, that guy is? <laughs> like how good would Burakowski be in our top six right now? Yeah, but then you'd have to be prepared to pay him a lot of money. But yeah, I agree. But like, three, but they, 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 they traded for him and yeah. signed him for $3 million. What if there was something like, what if the Oilers offered a second and a third for Burakowski? And well, I mean, one, the third ended up having to go for like to a 43 year old former Leaf. <laughs> <laughs> like what? And what if Burakovsky kind of gave him market. the impression that like ah, I don't think I'm going to sign there? Well, he's our face, so you got him yeah, under control. Yeah, you control him, but yeah. still, you, you you still had four more years of him or five more years of him or whatever. You could have. Yeah, I, I just think that but, was an opportunity. I'd but take now, him clear to but, fifty, bang milk. Absolutely. If, but now, but now I'm past that. So like, what what do we need to do this year? And I obviously we got to leverage the if if we want the others to start going on runs in the next year or two, which. You know, we're, look, it looks like at least we're gonna, you know, get our ticket to the dance. Is that we got to start leveraging the future to make today awesome? Here's what I'll add in in terms of the having a chance here at the playoffs. When the door is open, I think you cannot let it slip the way they did in sixteen seventeen. In sixteen seventeen, I would you they should have done more than a Dave, David Deharnay. Yes, you know they should have brought in an extra depth defenseman in case injuries hurt. They should have gotten a really good third line center, not a replacement level third line center, and they should have beefed up. And I don't want to see Ken Holland make that same mistake this year with the idea of, well, you know, there's going to be plenty of playoff runs coming up soon. We need to save for those. No, you take what's in hand right now, and you don't want to see another scenario where you lose in Game Six or Game Seven of the second round and go, shit. If we would have had this player, maybe we would have pushed a little bit further and. But we held on to our second round pick, and now we didn't give ourselves that opportunity. I have a question. Did you passing out early in Buffalo make you nervous about your playoff performance? Which mm. is coming up in interesting. Interesting. interesting topic of conversation. That is so I learned some lessons and I gotta start so yes, the the answer to that is yes. I need to start establishing some rules. Cause I'm still I still got the college kid genes in me. Let's educate the class. What have we learned? Uh, I just, I need to, I need to pace myself and put rules in terms of total daily consumption. Are you eliminating shots? You're, I know you're a jack guy. I know, but I try, I try to, as a rule of thumb outside of my birthday this past weekend, I try to rule out shots. Oh, entirely. weird. Did I show up and make you drink shots? Yes. Yeah, Wanya mm. came and freaking polluted me this weekend. I had a tray of shots come all Jack and like half the table bowed out and I'm like, whatever. And then I drank them all and then I went to bed. <laughs> That's just kind of what normally happens when you bring a tray of jack shots. Normally, you'd have a much higher acceptance rate. Do you, though? Yeah. I find most <laughs> people, you can just frown at them until they'll drink one. That's true. Yeah, you can, you can peer pressure people into some jacks. I mean, this is with Sasky people, too. Well, exactly. Everybody was from Born out of the yeah. jack distillery. Yeah, that's right. They're all from Lynchburg. Yeah. Let's talk about playoffs, and let's talk about... So, 2016, playoffs come around. We're so happy we went to all the games, or mostly. We went to the... The two game road trips when they, when they had to San play Jose two on the road. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think we've got to do that again. And yes. I think we should do a real life podcast every single day in the playoffs. hundred percent playoff mode podcast every day. Yeah. And we should with some fan engagement. And then I think when we go down there, conceivably we don't have to do this but i'll just we'll say it on the air for yep. a timestamp. maybe we should do podcasts in that city so bring someone i was go gonna down. say you, you know you're gonna have to bring a certain producer and then we could uh, do a pop-up down there yeah and oh yeah. do the podcast yeah, and we'll, all in the we'll name well oil machine we will go to all the two game road trips in the playoffs yeah or maybe all and we'll see we want it I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm, I'm canceling all real life, like except for no, the no. actual podcast, real life. Yeah, yeah, that's the only thing that's staying alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I don't want to play off. I don't want to think about anything. Last playoffs bag milk. I was working a lot down in Mexico, and I said to them, like starting in February, if the Oilers make the playoffs, I'm going home. Don't bother me. <laughs> to to once again answer your question about am I concerned about my playoff stamina and performance in 2016. I drank myself into chicken pox. Yeah. Yeah. Because of Jack. So I drank uh, yourself into chicken. Well, I ran myself down because you're traveling so much and you're not getting much sleep and you're, 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 we weren't even playing. The Oilers are winning. So you're having these late nights. Like it was just, it was a perfect storm. And then I literally like two days after the playoff run ended, I woke up with chicken pox all over my body and I was out of commission for two weeks. I was talking to somebody last night about this exact thing and he said, what you guys got to do if you're going to do this is pregame because we pregamed every game, obviously. We pregame, postgame, during game. So he goes, pregame really hard, show up at the game hammered. Yeah. Maintain, like don't drink, like have a water every period. Hold on. Then postgame, turn it back on. And that in between game time period where you've kind of sobered up and had something to eat, He's like, you won't feel nearly as bad the next day. I'll get hangovers, so I don't know. Yeah, you know, bag milk? That's a superpower. That is a superpower. Whatever. I also barely drink anymore. Because I think about two years ago during the playoffs when Nation HQ would clear out around 3 o'clock and we were already at the bar getting after it. Well, as you it should. It was such, a big shift. But boys, we're going to have this. There's an 83% chance. Like, let's start thinking. What else do you want to do for playoffs 2020? The math fun? is on our side. What do you want? To, what else do you want? To hey, do? and think, our listeners can chime in as well. What kind of stuff would they like to see us do? Yeah. Hit us up on Nation Real Life on Twitter and Instagram if you have mm-hmm. an idea for the playoffs. Like, I yep. think we should try, and maybe we can't do it for this year. Maybe we can. But eventually, we should try and do a beer gardens, man. Man. That a game on a real. massive screen. Yeah. yeah. And, like, in a parking lot, so if you're crying or puking or peeing or whatever's happening because of the emotions of the game. Let her buck here. In oh, we don't want to just be in a pee filled parking. You lot. can go hey, man, don't to the special people zone, but I'm in the, yeah, I want to be in the gritty part. Yeah. I'm with the people in the pee zone. If you don't think you've ever peed in a tent, you've never been to the stampede. I've seen some people do some fucked up shit. Like, a, mm, man, yeah. that'd be so sweet. The tailgate party with a big screen. Have yeah. Like the barbecues going yes. and like some kegs and shit. Yes. Great. Uh, and just hose it down. Two days later, do it again. Yeah. Like, don't worry about the dirt. Yeah. Don't worry about anything. And at the end of the run, to, just uh, set it on fire. Remember yeah. when we went to Winnipeg for the Heritage <laughs> Classic and they had that massive outdoor tent that yeah. was like a beer gardens outside? Yes. That shit would be awesome. Yes. Oh, yeah. That was great. And awesome. erecting a tent. Mm. Chapter seven <laughs> in your book, Bag Milk. Yes. Uh, it's Top a tent. it's a big thing. So you, and it costs a lot of money. So you'd have to figure out how to game it so that if you went to the cup finals, we got it wasn't like oh the tent bills ninety thousand dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We could do it. I think that'd be fun. Absolutely, be fun. I think getting a bunch of tickets and then doing contests for people to go to playoff games. Yeah, with a hilarious theme. Yeah, we're like we'll send you the playoffs straight up because I feel like people who give away tickets, people who have tickets, they kind of throughout the year they'll like give them to you. You know, here you go, buddy. Sure. I'm hooking it up. But come playoffs, none of the old people yeah, give up their shit. We would. We give away tickets in the playoffs. Of course, that'd be so great. 
Make, you make people do the most amazing shit to get playoff tickets. Oh, God. You could be like, oh, my cousin hates broccoli and mustard, and he ate broccoli covered in mustard to get playoff tickets, and that's wholesome. Sure. It's fun. Good fun. Good, good fun. We should think about this. Tell us what you want, people who are listening, four of you. Again, Nation Real Life on Twitter and Instagram. Hit us up with your playoff ideas. And hit us up with some reviews, yo. We got to get that. Uh, talk about some reviews. Let's let's get the review chatter going. Let's build the community through the reviews. Well, yesterday on two guys and a goalie, Dusty Nielsen took a couple of shots at us. Jeez, that's just a toilet paper of a podcast. No fair. He's for real. It's actually really good. <laughs> I know. Two guys and a goalie. It is a. Was that your comment? Was that you that commented that? G P R E T. I hate real life podcast, and I'm the producer. They barely <laughs> even talk about sports anymore. And that's all I'm going to talk about is sports. <laughs> That's married your rim chuck right there. Uh. Voice of the fans. That is the review title from Shane on October 29th, 2019 with a five-star review. Thanks, Shane. The content delivered by real fans at Oilers Nation is far more informative and entertaining than anything coming from corporate run teams and league. Well done to this great group of guys. Have you ever seen How two guys in a goalie? That's corporate AF. They all wear suits. Bag milk, why won't you acknowledge your Honduran family? One star. Because. <laughs> Daddy? <laughs> because I'm not coming home. When are you coming home, Papa? <laughs> Signed, Bag Milk Jr. Go back to your salt lick and in the closet. One star. Jesus. Bluke45 on October 28th. Bluke or B Luke? It could be B Luke. Mm. I'm going with Bluke. Yeah, yep. Bluke A. Five mm. star review. <laughs> I'm just here for Chumgate and Chalmers cheated. Ah, yes. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Excellent effect. Nice. I'm so glad Chalmers isn't here. Racy Kona on November 7th dropped a five-star review that says top shelf. Great show, boys. Quality content with a A-OK emoji. Huh? Where do we get chirped? We, we haven't Didn't I take a shot on, on uh, two guys in yeah. a goalie? We have, to, goalie. We have to weaponize the 12 people or 13 people now that listen to us. They're busy, man. Four of them are in jail. We One's now in a medically induced coma. We've got a true bag mill junior in Ecuador is probably not getting any more internet for another 30, 40 days. Definitely not. You're on dial up. My friend, make it count. <laughs> uh, bouncing over to two guys and a goalie here. Let's look at some of their ratings and reviews. Ah, ah, from Graham. It's not ON radio, which is good. Wait a minute. I'm on that show. <laughs> yeah, wait, so am I. I think Five star radio is really review good. has replaced the smash hit Nielsen show on TSN 1260 as my commute. Listen. Hmm. Wow. Now I'm a little contradicted, but yeah. right. he's cannibalizing <laughs> his own audience. Yeah. D's nuts. Definitely not D- Jay Doughton mm. drops a five star review says it's no nation real life, but it is still a five star. Listen, mm. that's a, that's a vanilla backhand passive aggressive. comment. That wasn't mm-hmm. you. That oh, was D's nuts. Yeah. It was D's is nuts that you though? In brackets, in brackets, not, not Jay Doughton. That's what that person said. Disclaimed it was not me. So well, it could not. Therefore, you're going to the great loss. lengths to obscure the fact that you're Jay Downton. So this is the one that Jay was talking about from November 25th. Jay Pret drops a five-star review on two guys and a goalie that says unseated real life is my new fave nation network podcast. Step up your game. Wanye and bag milk. First of all, we want you back. The squire drags us down a lot, and your M Chuck talks for like half the podcast. So if you're pissed about this show, it's not me and bag milk you gotta tell the step up. I wanted to talk about four Kylie. people would get the blame for this motherfucker. Yeah, I want to talk about Kylie Jenner and Drake, but Tyler's like, Hey, I'm always down about, for some Drake talk. We gotta talk about sports because everybody wants to listen about sports. We're gonna talk about <laughs> Cooper Marodi and Wanya. You're not allowed to bring up his music career. 
I want to talk about his own starts. <laughs> Tyler's just staring at us. I just feel like I'm See, surrounded it's nice by though, a bunch of Tyler. Line of sight. Before you'd have been all kinked around giving know, us that good. Yeah, yeah. And we, now you're staring straight on. Guff to each other. Guff eye to eye. So I think what we need people to do is go onto iTunes and drop a review on Nation Real Life Podcast. Mm. And if you want to shit on two guys in a goalie. I recommend it. But give him a five star and then shit on him. Let's Can we see. rate two guys in a goalie as nation real life right now? Oh, I'm sure we I'll could. And be like, that. studio looks great, boys. You do not. We <laughs> want I think we want to challenge people with to provide us with creative reviews that are that 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 are entertaining enough for us to share on the podcast. And anyone that does I think we'll bribe you with some form of uh little gift certificate. Congratulate your M checks on his upcoming proposal. People want like free to food? give us a five star rating. Mm-hmm. I'd give away mm-hmm. Oodle Noodle. Yeah, let's give away Oodle Noodle. Tyler yeah. will also invite you on his st- upcoming stag. <laughs> um, so that's a pretty good value offer for like 30 seconds of your time to rate our podcast on iTunes. And if you're on the internet, you can also go check out our good friends at Japa Machinery. And I needed to, uh, I need to give them some love because they're doing a really good thing right now with the Atchison Business Association. It's that time of the year again to make a difference. In their own community, the Atchison Business Association has launched its Christmas campaign to give back to the community this holiday season, and you can help out Team Jappa. They will be collecting new unwrapped toys, new clothes, non-perishable food, or gift cards. They will be gifted to kids, teens, and their families so that everyone can enjoy the holidays. That's what Jappa's all about. They want to make sure everyone can have a good holiday season. So help them out. Once again, that's new unwrapped toys, new clothes, non-perishable food, and gift cards stop by their office 10397 267th street in atchison zone three you can swing by anytime between now and december 8th to drop off anything you can so this will be our last episode to plug it out to our to our amazing listeners help out japa help them make sure everyone has a happy holidays shout and out just to japa. as importantly if you want me to show up and teach you how to drive the cp44 i got you oh boy do you ever do you have underground infrastructure needs i've got the plans. soon I've got the blueprints. I'm building a wastewater treatment center east of the city for my religious colony. Well, then you're probably going to need a CV82, which mm. is going to flatten that their ground. Yep. Also, a CV83PD, which has got some kind of ground punchers on here. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's the technical You want your term. ground punched? Yeah. You want to you keep it tight. You want to pack it down. Punch that ground with the CV83PD. You know. Well, yeah. You, know, you want to talk about... People that are deserving of a five-star review. Are you an unincorporated hamlet getting your first highway money? Are you looking to build an off-ramp? Do you need an overpass for your off-ramp? Well, if this is a big project like that, then you definitely need a CV122PD because that is a big ground puncher. Bring the highway to you, unincorporated hamlet. Maybe you just start building the highway wherever you are. Basically, any, if you're building anything important, Chapa's got your back. Yep. I was driving past a residential area that is being built the other day, and I saw equipment with Jappa sticker on it. But I was driving, and I was like, I can't take a picture of this because I'm driving, and that'd Safety be unsafe. First. So I That's observed not the it. Away. I I gave them a little, you know, like respect fist bump thing, yeah, and yeah. I continued on, knowing yeah. that those people had good equipment. I would not the respect honk. Honk, well, but if then, you see Jappa equipment, <laughs> yeah. honk at it. Gee, yes, of course. Everybody quits at Jappa because they're being honked at constantly. <laughs> no, it's love. Want to distract honk. them? They're working hard. It's a love honk. I honk. Maybe if you got a problem in your neighborhood like Tyler does, I know he has beef in his neighborhood. You got some beef? You got a CV-123 PD and you just run over your neighbor's car. (laughs) 
What happened? What's the beef in my neighborhood? Well, I don't know. I just assume you hate. Was this a side chat? Oh yeah. Oh, you're just assuming because of his caustic personality, one of his neighbors would not have an issue with. I him? just assume there's beef there. Yeah, that would make sense. No. Who do you hate the most of your neighbors? Yeah, there's got to be someone. There's old uncle, old, old Mr. McGlarsky down the block who doesn't McGlarsky. like the <laughs> doesn't one. like the Minnesota Timberwolves or whatever your beef would be with him. I don't really like the Timberwolves that much either. Actually. Well, you know what? It would be some sort of something. Yeah. You don't have any beef with anybody? No. Wow. Are you a good neighbor? Yeah, I think so. I, there's one guy on the edge of the kind of cul-de-sac and he's always smoking darts on his step. Lives by himself because I never see anyone else in the house. He has two pugs. Sometimes he takes them for walks. He has matching Audis. One's a, uh, is it Audi or Audi? I don't care. One's an SUV. One's a car. Rack, rock, you know. And one on the back says four, two pugs. And he's always rocking UFC shirts. I know so much about this guy, but I've never wow. talked to him. Because I drive, one, I have to drive past his place like multiple times a day, right? And he's always outside smoking darts, drinking a Starbucks or walking his pugs, smoking darts. And he has two Audis. Like, it's nuts. And I don't know what he does why he's always home, why no one lives with him. It's a grand mystery. His podcast would be called Two Pugs and a Dart. It'd be a pugcast. Yeah, or Pugs Not Drugs. <laughs> I like Two Pugs and a Dart. I should pitch that to him. You yeah. should. Actually, no, because then it'd be better than this fucking podcast. Then we'd be fourth Whoa. in the stable. Oh, <laughs> Shout out. He's using the horn against Jeez. us. Well, he's abusing his power. He weaponized the horn. That's impeachable. Not impeachable. Yeah. Democratic process here. So I went to the game this weekend, mm-hmm. and despite the score being tilted oh. in the wrong direction, yes. I had a wonderful time. And towards the end of the game, a fight broke out. Bang out. In the stands? Full on. It made the news. It was like people like, really? Yeah, it was yeah. exciting. Yeah. <laughs> but it was all Oilers fans. No, so uh, that's what I thought too. And then I saw the video. It starts with some Canucks fans in the mix. But the, like, so like a group of people got thrown out and then yeah. everybody milled around like you do after a good stadium fight. And yeah. then it started again with different people. Yeah. And then I swear third time. And then they were throwing one guy out and he turned around and whipped his beer and hit somebody. And we all went, oh, it was great. Didn't he, didn't he run down the stairs and then throw the and beer then and run, then run yeah, back up? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, it was hilarious. great. That was the highlight of the game for me. What is oh. the what's the deal with NHL fans getting aggro these days? There's been a lot of fights in the stands. That Islanders fight. Oh, that yeah. guy Jeez. probably took twenty punches at least. Yeah, he got fat. He looked like he was a big boy though. Like he it was, took a lot of things to take him down. Yeah, he was. He was like that guy in Buffalo who wears Uggs like me. That, that guy the Islanders game was a fucking Terminator. He just would not go down. No, and he was ta- like four different people were punching <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah, oh, he yeah, kind of looked like a Jack Biz nasty. Or or. Yeah, Jack is nasty. I kind of got a situation vibe from mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Islanders I, fans from like upstate New York who are in witness protection. They uh, used to be in the mob. They go to the game because their new bio says they like the Islanders. Yeah. And then they see somebody from the Garambelli family, but they can't break character. So they're like, Islanders suck. Go Devils. And they start wailing away. I assume that's what happened. Oh, that's exactly what happened. It's the plot of the Irishman. There was a lot of people. I went to a Long Island game once with David Singer from Hockey Fights. And it was like Edmonton but a different Edmonton. Like, the colors are the same. The people were the same. The lineup for beer was the same. Like, it was a very, very good time. Long Island people, but they're hard, like Edmontonians. Oh, uh, your M check, you'll like this. Mm-hmm. Just peak stupidity. So, at the Oilers game with Wanye and the uh, the Moose Jaw crew, having a great time. Mm-hmm. Oilers are down two goals, so I feel like, hey, I'm going to go live bet. Love it. Love the it. The comeback. Yep. And then you I'm should. looking, and I'm like, Oh, the Oilers are only plus 110 still to come back and win. I'm like, I'm not touching that. But I'm like, wait a minute. The over 
is at six and a half, and it's at minus one ten, and the score is four two, and there's still like a period of hockey left. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, I found a hole in the matrix. There's nothing better than when you jump on a nice line. So I put my biggest bet to date. <laughs> oh, sorry, I put four hundred dollars on the Oilers to win the Stanley Cup. But my biggest yeah, like it's gonna come in nice when the Oilers win the Stanley that's, Cup. That's, that's gonna nice, be buddy. dear. So th- th- thankfully, I, I did that because that I did this. I need to pay myself back for this. So I put a hundred bucks down to. So I'm gonna pay. I bet a hundred, and I'm gonna get a hundred eighty back. So I'm like, this is like for sure. There's a goal, whatever. So they score. I'm like. Unfortunately, it was fucking Vancouver, but I'm like, I hit the over. At least I'm getting some fucking money. This is awesome. Go check my phone at the end of the game. And I'm like, well, my account hasn't changed. And I still have my bet slip still says I have an open bet. I bet the fucking over on the game on Sunday. (laughs) The next game. Classic. And it didn't hit. And it did hit. That game was 3-2, right? What a fucking idiot. Were you drinking a little bit? Drinking and gambling is a no No, it's a good idea. It was says my, the Las Vegas Tourism Board. Yeah, exactly. It was my birthday, and I was drinking a bit, yes. But I was, like, bragging. I'm like, oh, my God, guys. I'm like, I just found this fucking, like, there's an edge here. I got it. Like, oh, God. No, you did not. That's you 100 U.S., too. Like, that's crippling. That's, that's all. 400 Canadian bags. That's all the money I was up in my account gone. Back to you a rookie mistake. How hard were you sweating during that game on Sunday, though? Oh, hundred well, bucks on the line. Well, that's the thing. Like, well, and they called back the Russell goal, yeah. which is bullshit. Because it could have been two one after the first, and you would have been sitting well, two, in a nice spot. Oh yeah, three goals and for yeah, exactly. Like they're on pace for nine at that point. But like, oh god, that no goal was bullshit. By the way, that was a bullshit. He had like two seconds to reset in between his last contact with the player. He what the hell does Patrick Russell sandwich. have to do? You know what, man? You that guy is trying his fucking darndest, and that fourth line is doing unreal. Our boy Josh uh, Archibald getting a first goal of the season is a beauty getting bumped up with Arch- I have a lot of time for that guy. He makes the odd defensive blunder that always results in a fucking goal. Yeah. But like aside from that, that guy is just a little muscle hamster going around, ain't afraid of shit, and uh, obviously snake bitten too, but thankfully he got the monkey off his back. He's a little bundle of rage. I like it. Can I read you two separate stat lines for this season? Well, player A. It's like Uh-oh. a Kyler Mimamoto thing. He uh, loves right. doing this. Shout out to Mimamoto. 24 games played, no goals, four assists, minus one rating, only six penalty minutes, 31 shots on goal. Player B, 27 games played, no goals, four assists, minus seven rating, 34 pims, and 39 shots on goal. Player B is Milan Lucic. Player A is Patrick Russell. Patrick (laughs) Russell is like a cheap Milan Lucic. You broke the matrix. Anyways, that was just my take. No, I, I, like I heard that. I heard them talking about it earlier today, and I was like, yeah, like that's what you need. People are always like, oh, man, you're going to miss what Lucic brings. You're going to miss what Lucic brings. But like, you find guys like Patrick Russell, who he throws the weight around a little bit. He's not like a menacing figure like Lucic. But he gets in the mock. He, he gets in the mock. Yeah. He, he gives you honest fourth-line minutes, and you pay him like $700,000. Right, so I just wanted to point that out. Great value. I like Patrick Russell. I've got time. Yeah, for me too. Sure. The Dane. I, I think a good line would be Haas, Nygaard, Russell. Just a European connection line. I think that I think that line would have potential. A little bit some of speed, speed some speed. grit, some some offensive yeah. potential. And Haas and Nygaard aren't that great in their own end, but hopefully they figure it out as the year goes on. I think and, they will. Yeah. So anyways, that, that was my... That More was so Haas thing. than Nygaard. Nygaard's still a little weird, but 
Great mustache, though. I talked like three minutes there, and I keep getting told I talk too much on this podcast. So you guys, I just put a rating. I, I just, I just went on iTunes <laughs> and uh, <laughs> panned you for that. I yeah. got him. Yeah. Shut up, Tyler. That's my rating. <laughs> Sam for second, and my mic is off. <laughs> <laughs> See, once again, abuse of power. Uh, goes it's too to much. His head, you know, it's too much. Look, the guy's gonna get married. He's excited. Yeah. He's drunk with power. I'm not getting married. Why You're not? proposing. That's what happens before marriage. I don't even know. Like sometimes you guys just throw shit at me. I don't even know where you pull it from. Here's where. Here's how it goes. Here's how you get married. Super scary pregnancy. Mm. Scare. Yep. Scare. Rushed proposal on a hastily arranged trip to L.A. Come home engaged. Find out pregnancy scare over. Yeah. Panic. Move to Thunder Bay. Break up before Christmas. Yeah. No gifts. No gifts. That's right. Return the gift you got her. Yeah. Treat yourself. <laughs> yeah. Go back to LA. Is it like looking into a crystal ball? No. For your future? <laughs> you'll be single by 2020 and you'll have like 800 bucks in Christmas presents back. No. Hmm. No. Financial. That's a good life move. Seems fun. When you show up here to January 3rd single with a pocket full of cash. I can guarantee you that's not going to happen. Hmm. Buy yourself a low cost index fund. Plan for later. <laughs> that's that's wise financial advice, that's right? Smart, there. right? Very smart. Thank I you. like getting my financial advice from a bag. Bag milk yeah. is always thinking about tomorrow. Yep. You got to, man. Somebody's got to. Someone's got to think about tomorrow. <laughs> Can we talk about the survey we're going to put up on the website, Wanya? That's a good idea. We're going to put up a web, uh, website survey mm. to the the readers of the website, Tyler. We want to know what they think about everything. The, when when you first joined up full time. Yes. When we were in the Fountain Tire store. The first thing I recall saying, please do, was put together a survey. That was six years ago now. That was the last survey. We're yeah. still living off the data of that survey. Yeah, absolutely. 96% of our readers are men. 4% are liars. That yeah, was what we found out in survey one. Yeah. Survey two in 2020, we're trying to figure out who do you like? Who do you not like? What can we do differently? And those are the kind of answers that I love what? to read. We're like gonna, who they? I'm fucked. There's going to yeah. be questions on the survey, Tyler, that says which writers do you enjoy reading? Why? Which do you not enjoy reading? Why? Fuck. And that's probably my favorite feedback that we get from these. They're so funny. The Will rest this, of it is actually like important, and we need mm -hmm. it to plan our lives. But the part about which writers they do and don't like isn't important. Oh, I mean, it's important for me. We have a section of the quiz. But will it affect your my job check. status? Absolutely. Well, okay. it'll definitely be shared on this podcast. So we'll be like, which outfit did you like better of your M Chuck, left or right? Yeah. yeah. Do you like what would your you, M Chuck better than yeah. single your M Chuck? What would you guess your M Chuck's garage code is? 9937 or 6624? You know? Was either of those right? No. That would have been amazing. If it wasn't <laughs> <even> close. <laughs> one shot, kid. Um, 1814? No. Hmm. Tyler, if you were going to fill out a survey as a longtime enthusiast of VoyageNation.com. Yeah. And I, like, I mean, I grew up a massive nation fan, right? Because when you guys came around, like, I was, how old was I, 11 when the nation started, Six right? Six weeks ago. Um, so, like, you know, I kind of did. I did the come up through it, and I remember reading. I loved Low Tide. I loved Jonathan Willis. Of course. Um, I loved the Monday mailbag. That was always my favorite feature when I was a reader. Thanks Never for contributing one. this week. Yeah, you missed this one. I missed this one, actually. I'm very sorry about that. I had a super busy Saturday. Yeah. Things just got away from me. Wedding preparation. Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. You had to go look at plates. Ring shopping. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, I like those. I never listened to the podcasts much just because I wasn't a big podcast. They weren't going guy. really until you got here. <laughs> yeah. 
accurate. <laughs> You've been on all the podcasts. I listened to, to I listened to a bit of Oilers Nation Radio actually before I started doing this. That's um, a great podcast. Never listened to real life. Gave Quality it one host. chance. I'm like, I fucking hate this thing. I really hope I never. It's okay, to I never went to TylerUrmchuck.net. Rated all your hot or not photos of your outfits. I never did that. Oh. Uh, yeah, so that's my nation review. I liked uh, Low Tide and Jonathan Willis. And now it's gone downhill since, and you don't listen to the podcast that you're on? I, no, I like Gregor. I'm, my big thing when I was when I was like a reader only, I loved like rumors and shit like that. And I now you write the rumors column. Yeah, I do, which is which is fun for me. Um, I like reading about like potential trades, armchair GM shit. Like when we were upstairs today talking about like who could the Oilers get at the deadline? What about this guy? What about that guy? I love doing shit like that. What kind of rumors do you got for us? Oh, none. I don't. <laughs> I yeah, I don't come up with my own rumors. I just find. I got a rumor. Go ahead. Oh, this is if this one. is me getting engaged in LA. <laughs> that's an that's awful fucking rumor. Say. I heard my <laughs> rumor is your M coming back engaged. Yeah, Princess Jasmine's gonna lead you in front of the castle. You're gonna get down on one knee and propose. Uh, so here's what happens: they're going to the parade in Star Wars Land, and then your M gonna fake like he has to go pee, and he's gonna preemptively drink a big Disney World size Coke. Like mm. The attention to detail in this bit. Yeah. So like, oh, I'll see you later. I'll come back, and then he's the Grand Marshal of the Disney Parade. Wow. Marching with a bunch of stormtroopers behind him. And then he takes a knee right in front of 5,000 fellow Star Wars enthusiasts. Makes his proposal. Like or if lot. that doesn't work, Tyler, maybe maybe you can work this same thing around when they do Fantasia and like all the uh, the fireworks are going off. Yeah. Really nice and romantic. I think your future wife would enjoy that. <laughs> or you go, that guy has a bomb. Yeah. Ass wedding proposal to make to his girl. <laughs> you know, and then everyone's looking because the states is so highly wound due to terrorism. Are you at all concerned that you're going to leave your girlfriend for Jessica Rabbit? <laughs> oh, sometimes for, for a Disney mascot. <laughs> Let's, but hey, hey. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. Man goes to propose, gets, gets distracted by Snow White, breaks off engagement, doesn't realize Snow Mary's White's cartoon. Yeah. Let me add this. Go ahead. My girlfriend is an avid supporter of my career. She listens to most of my podcasts. Mm. She does not listen to this podcast. I'm very happy about that. Oh, she would, shit. Is yeah. well, it would take the surprise away, really. Yeah, that's true. She'd be or it would create some sort of expectation where she thinks I'm like, spot. she would think that I'm like dropping hints to you guys that I'm getting engaged soon and I'm not. Do you really yes, think people's jewelry really. sends out that many mailers or do you think your girlfriend's stuff in the mailbox with fucking flyers? Like another people's jewelers ad? What is going that on? That doesn't even happen. Maybe the guy with all the cigarettes well, stole them because he doesn't want you to get married because he's got about, a long game to get you for himself. What about the other day when I saw you coming out of Spence Diamonds on the West End? Yeah, what's that about? That was for my own pinky ring. <laughs> nice, you're an engineer. A four-finger yes, ring. Congratulations. <laughs> a toe ring. I was buying a very <laughs> tasteful toe ring for myself. Oh, classy. <laughs> for myself. God. Classy. A nice anklet? <laughs> yeah, anklet I can get behind. Toe rings I can't. Absolutely. I'm going to pull a Gregor and get an earring. Well, you oh, should. Nice. Well, you got to go vintage Gregor and have like nine earrings. Yeah, and yeah, wear no your way. Dancing with the Stars oh, outfit to the bar. One time at OTR, Gregor showed up <laughs> with a huge popped collar yeah. with covered in rhinestones. No, and I was like, what's didn't. this about? And it was the Dancing with the Stars for charity or oh, something. Yeah. And he's like, pretty sweet outfit, eh? Sometimes I wear it to the bar when my dance recital goes late. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? Hmm. Oh, it was the Pirates of the Caribbean, but like. Not cool. Just motoring around the bar with a bejeweled collar oh, on. God. No sense of irony. Wow. He was like like prince of his time. Just like, <laughs> wow. Nice. With just way more earrings. I could see him wearing a crushed velvet suit. And instead of Minnesota, his home was on the rocks. Mm. And the farm. Oh, and the King and King's Horse Pub, I believe, on if we want to shout out his real past. Yeah. 
where there's probably some hair involved. Remember when he gave? <laughs> remember when he gave us the long trench coat? I still have it. So Gregor's moving out. He's moving in with Mrs. Now Mrs. Gregor, and wow. he's like, "Boys, I got to give you some stuff here. Bachelor days are over. I'm gonna swing by the give you some stuff." Gave us like a Team Canada beer cooler yep. and a very long velour trench like coat. Full size, like suede. It's like suede. Yeah. It's we, heavy. But why was that a part of his bachelor? Life Hold though? on. He's no, like, hey, he's hey, hey, take the this. baton. Yeah. Like, I'm I'm getting shacked up. Yeah. You guys are still out in the out in the wild. And I was like, oh, this, you this. this jacket's wild, hey? Was this like a Halloween costume or something? He's like, what are you talking about, buddy? I wear it all the time. Be careful with that thing. That's what he told us. <laughs> be careful with that thing. Like, be careful what? I go to LA and get engaged. Well, I did wear it to the CFR, which I felt was very appropriate, yeah, and it got it got fits. a ton of attention. Interesting. So he he might have been right in terms of like cowboys might be drawn towards it. Mm-hmm. I just see Gregor ripping up the floor at Cook County in that thing. There might have been hair involved. <laughs> <laughs> you know, look at old days. One guy I can guarantee you will not hear this podcast. Jason W. Gregor. One million percent. We can talk tough. He won't hear you. No, well, especially never. when he's not listening. Never. This is good stuff. More Gregor Dirt next week. Mm-hmm. That could be a segment. One of the things I think we could do better is have established segments within the podcast and Gregor Dirt. Are you the be. guy who left that rating that said, I think this podcast should have more established ratings and also Tyler, your m is a golden god. One mm-hmm. star. Congrats yes. on your upcoming nuptials. <laughs> That's really cool, man. Like the Easter eggs you're laying out there about this. Is, this when, is a foregone conclusion. you guys conclusion. are married, we're going to look back at all the clues and be like, he was letting us know in his own way. <laughs> yeah, he was telling us and the whole time. I think what the bigger beef with all this I have is that the listeners are very good at hammering these bits home with me. Yeah. So now for the next like four to five months, Surveyor Brett's going to be tweeting me shit about yeah, getting I married. Love Surveyor Brett. Yeah, Whiskey Woman's going to be DMing the real life account being like, can I be a bridesmaid? And I'll be like, you can yes. be like, yeah, Maid, yeah, you should have maid of honor. Yeah, I would actually fuck the gender, you know, right? I would I would have a maid of honor as as the groom. I've been maid of honor for a lady at her wedding. Really? Yeah. See, and actually, me and my when my sister got married, I joked about it, and she was like, "Really?" And I was like, "Well, you can. It's twenty twenty. Yeah, you you definitely can." I'm going to get married to my bicycle, and bag milk's going to do the ceremony. Yeah. I performed my, uh, one of my best friend's weddings. Did really? you? Yeah. You got you a priest? No, actually what they did was they paid a JP to stand slightly behind me mm. just so I didn't have to go through the ordainment process. Wow. And they just had to be like, all right, everything's cool now. And then I did the, but I did the whole ceremony. Jeez. Did you write wow. some vows and junk? I did the whole thing, man. You've been a mascot, a yep. minister. Mm-hmm. Jeez, I'm going to, uh, I'll, I'll do your wedding. No yeah. charge. Monday, 2 p.m. And I'll, we'll offer up Little Brick free of charge. Free of charge. Well, some charge. You, well, you, you got to pay for catering. 10% off the fee for rental if you have your wedding before free 9 a.m. on a Tuesday. Yeah, free muffins Are for a Monday Are you interested wedding. in a very early Tuesday morning wedding? Could work. Maybe we go take some photos as and like be, a team at the Mutart. That'd be nice. Yeah. And I've got the iPhone 11, so I'll do the photography. Oh, this cheap, cheap. Weird this flex, coming together whatever. quick. Mm-hmm. See, and now, like, at first, I was very against the idea of me getting engaged in L.A., mm-hmm. but now this might make financial sense if you guys are willing to offer <laughs> well, this all and, in. And yeah, think I'm about fine. all the brum you could provide. <laughs> oh, yeah. Open brum bar? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Everybody loves a brum bar. You get rig hand on, on board with this. Well, Here, I got married. Why? Sponsorship, man. It just made a lot more sense. Yeah, I, I just I accelerated my life. In. Yeah, accelerated my a honestly, tax break too. Yeah. Honestly, a sponsorship wedding <sighs> makes more sense than a lot of weddings. The probably. NASCAR of weddings? Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Every and 15 the, minutes, someone just comes so, out and yells an ad well, at your was ceremony. Well, wedding. Yeah. He, he, his, his, his speech was brought to you by, what yeah, was he, it? Like, Spindle Factory? Worked, yeah, he, top Shut of the up. hour. Yeah, he worked in. That is incredible. There's, that's not true. 
People donated shit for his wedding to get the car. I was at his wedding. We came home early from Thailand to come and be sold spindles and (laughs) and oil changes. And I almost bought a Kia. Like, this is real shit. I would do, like, the couple will now present their vows brought to you by Japa Machinery over at Japa. And I'll give a good ad line. If you want a marriage that'll last forever, Mm Japa Machinery is the one you want to partner up with. When I get married to a woman who probably doesn't exist, I want to ride away on a CV31. Yeah. That'd be nice. Will my marriage come with a 90-day powertrain warranty? Oh! <laughs> I, wow. That's on you, I believe. Yeah, it depends yeah. what kind of stamina you got, I suppose. That's on you. Yeah. How's your fitness? All right. <laughs> I think we're, I think we're <laughs> good. All right, so I believe the title of this podcast is How Tyler's Getting, getting married. married. That's yeah. nice. That's going Tyler is not getting married. Fucking people are actually going to think I'm getting married, you man. Getting I think engaged. you think you're getting married. And you're I, getting well, engaged. now there's you're a part of me that thinks I am. Yeah, I think part of you is going to be disappointed when you come home not engaged. This is how it starts. It. You guys fucked me up in this last 58 minutes and 20 seconds. Do you think you could mess with a couple so much, convincing one person in the couple to that the other person's expecting them to get engaged and just yes. like basically Jedi mind trick them into getting engaged. I feel oh, like it's yeah. happening right now. Could you <laughs> substitute a pregnancy test somehow through we should mail one KGB type shit and f- yeah. yeah, we just gotta we just gotta meet up at the airport and slide one into the suitcase. Imagine that you just like get a pregnancy test positive and leave it on the bathroom counter like you're not even part of the relationship and you sneak out the window again. And you're oh. just messing with your M check so all the way good. through. There's a bunch of them just in like the waste paper basket in your bathroom. So you're like, oh my gosh, you took like five of them. Yeah, you go to Google something and all the queers are like, how am I pregnant? How could this happen? Can Tyler make someone pregnant? We should reach out to Pug Guy. He can help us. Oh, Pug Guy knows. Yeah, we're going to break in. Pulls off his mask. It's just bag milk. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The Pugs are both Frank. Yeah. Frank is Pug Guy. I was like, who the fuck are you? I I call him Dart. You you made a mistake and gave us personal information. Exactly. No too much. All right, guys. Are you guys done with this bit? Never. We're good to wrap up the episode now. What? No, how far into it are we? Uh, 59 minutes and 26 seconds. How much of that was about your upcoming engagement? Like at least the last 19 minutes. Well, I we feel should like... start planning the stag at yeah, least. Yeah, of course. I mean, what are we are talking you, about? Are you a destination? Like, I'm a destination stag guy. But like, if you this can't is, do an in-city stag. If this don't is do about to your money, friends. If this is about money, which it completely is from my perspective, <laughs> can my stag just be the nation trip to Vegas? Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Okay, then there you go. We're done with that. Well, but you got to invite your <laughs> friends unless you don't want to, and that's cool, too. Yeah, we'll be your friends. Our friends at AMA Travel will help you plan Only if they're willing to pay. I'm not fronting fucking money for my friends. No, they got to pay for their way. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay, yeah, so then they go. And if pay their way with AMA. AMA well, you know what we could do? We could do, like, depending on how much certain friends like me, you could either come to Vegas or to Calgary. And we could or, do, like, a gold level, yeah, I love your M truck. Or friendship. A, yeah. So We okay. bring your future fiance with us to Vegas and before the game, we head down to Chapel Alley, get Elvis mm. to oh, wed you buddy. Yes. You know what? And My parents we wouldn't be okay with that. celebrate in the Neither party deck at T-Mobile Arena. What if we told you we'd have their parents waiting and yours too? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be nice. Uh, been, has I've anyone been, ever done that? You I've, think oh, <laughs> just fucking throw a wedding surprise for wedding? a couple? A they show wedding? up and they think they're there for someone's birthday. They don't even know they're getting married. their own wedding planned without their knowledge. <laughs> that sounds like it might happen in certain places but you're MJ, i don't have time to plan your wedding you do though uh, but i i've been to an elvis wedding and in vegas it's a fucking absolute hoot See, you're, you're in for a treat again you're present me with the costs uh tell them i have like five thousand twitter followers and see if i can do some sort of in the span of an hour it went right. from i'm not getting married to show me the costs yeah episode you're 160 will so be the your check wedding episode we're, we're gonna crowdfund <laughs> 
Yeah, it is. We're gonna, we're gonna do the podcast live. If we from need to go Chuck's find wedding. me for your wedding, would you have one? And like, whoa, okay, yeah, yeah, That's but, the, a yes. but, but the issue is, yes. we need to think about her as well. Yeah, yes. free wedding. Yeah, of course. Hey, babe, will you marry me for at a free wedding? If you say yes, Bang. you're married to Jay. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I just called you babe too. Whatever. Um, no, free yeah, ninety nine. Yeah. I think she'd really like this, man. Imagine how many. What's the uh, investment? No, she's just. You're she preaching? would be too polite to say no. Right, low That's cost what I love about index her, fund. So, right. so yeah, think about the index fund. You can just fill that up with yeah. all the wedding savings, and very, then you're going to get gifts. Yeah, very low management cost on those. The Jeez. gift side of thing does interest me. Yeah, yeah and insists on cash gifts, and now you're set for gifts, life. Like an animated image. Yeah. Ooh, mm-hmm. gifts would be good. That oh, would gifts. Or yeah, I'd how do they say off. gifts in uh, Buffalo? Gaffs. <laughs> Gaffs. Gifts, so gaffs. Right um, I I just GIFs. let this I let this roll down the hill too far. Mr. Uh, but I, but I think I think you wanted it to strangely mm-hmm. enough. Well, no, because it like, like at like the yeah, thirty nine minute once mark. again. This is why we need to video part of this podcast. So you can see that he's just beaming. You would be the only person that would want to be seen on a podcast. Well, today. and you're M. Chuck. Everyone needs to see his face. True, but like we can we can we can make it work. Yeah, but if you're sitting at a table like this and both people are blurred out, it was put boxes over your head. Um. The the thing was at like the forty one minute mark, I was like, "Fuck, we gotta fill like twenty more minutes of podcast time." So I started going along with the bit, and now I regret that terribly. <laughs> or do so, you? Well, now we know you're gonna leave your future wife or Jessica Rabbit as well. That's a problem. Oh, but that uh, but you know what? If you do, I I'm not offended. I would almost support it, and we'd probably make that wedding free too for you. She looks great in a red dress, man. What the fuck? Oh God. Just that was the first cartoon I fell in love with. I think. Yeah. Well, well, that's well. Yeah. It was that and then heavy metal. Heavy metal. I remember that. What is that? That was the weird. Uh, I'm going to be a big hentai guy in 2020. Fuck, <laughs> man. <laughs> that just goes along. That's for you know, our resolutions uh, episode. 151 wrote itself. If you want to just expand on that thought. <laughs> I won't be here for 151. You guys have a great time with Hernan and Olympic bobsledder Neville Wright. Yeah. That's going to be a lot of fun next week. It'll be. Actually, I don't even know if it's going to be more on the rails. Ask, uh, plan his fucking wedding. Jeez. Uh, Neville? No. What? Neville's sure. getting married? We'll find out next week. We'll find out. Neville's a great guy. Great guy. He is. Episode 150, Nation Real Life. Thanks for tuning in. Juan J. Bag Milk. I'm Tyler Ramchuk. I'm not getting married. This is over. The just married <laughs> Tyler Ramchuk. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 